welcome to the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 68, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Was it review, recap? Does it matter? I don't know. <laughs> Featuring the Young Kings Wrestling Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. And while you're there, go ahead and get some merch. We about five days till Christmas. So go ahead and cop uh, some Black Lives Matter merch for somebody who might appreciate it. Because I made it. So go ahead and support us. Thanks. Uh, I am TC Fontaine, joined by the Essential Reek Havoc. My guy sipping some orange juice. Oh, no, no, this is this tequila and pineapple juice. Oh, okay, okay. My guy lit, he turned up. You don't got the you don't got the hurt business shirt on, man. I thought you would have been representing tonight. You know what? I thought about it too, but I'm like, you know what? Let me wait. Let me wait till they put it all together. They fulfill the black evolution prophecy. Facts. Facts, man. Uh first off, I I wanna I wanna state this because I don't think I said it last week on the show. Uh congratulations. Uh, to Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch on the birth of their child, uh, as well as congratulations to uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes, who are expecting, uh, saved us from having to watch Shaq uh, get in the ring, possibly. <laughs> so thank yeah. you with that good old American dream sperm in my guy, Cody Rhodes. Uh, We're going to save the rest of this discourse for the Smackin' and Raw podcast. Uh, speaking of that, I'm very upset. We got our resident uh, post-show guest host, Matt Ritter, the, the, the head white boy in charge, decided he was too good for us on this evening. And he went yep. to another show to be on their post-show recap, uh, Smack Raw. Uh, so you go ahead and check them out, too. Uh, I was just tapped into their Twitch just, uh, not too long ago before we started recording this. But... Uh, for sure, man. Uh, how's that 2006 going? Where are you at with that? I'm about to get back on it because uh, when I leave off, I'm in like early November. So uh, Cyber Sunday, just around the corner. And then we got Survivor Series after that. So, you know, I, but I'm I'm for real. Like I'm, I keep seeing all these videos on Insta and everything like that about like 2002, 2001. Like I'm probably going to go after I get finished with 06, I'm gonna go back even a little further. Cause like there's there's some there's some gems in there that I didn't get to see all the way through because I was like stop start back then. Mm-hmm. But at the attitude era, I was just like kind of in and out. Like I would get like watch a little bit when Rock was the guy and then a little bit when Cena started to take off. And then like I didn't get like fully back into it till about midway through 2005. So I gotta I gotta go back and look at some of the hot stuff. You know what I'm saying? But. For sure. Uh, I'm still in 01. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go from, uh, I started at, at WrestleMania in 01, and I'm going to end at WrestleMania uh, 18, which was the first WrestleMania I ever watched. So I think that's uh, I think it's a good time to stop. Because I've seen, I've seen that year like four times in a row. I kind of don't want to watch that full year over again. But. Uh, I'm also thinking about starting 2004 and just like straight up binging that one, like on SmackDown only. Um, yeah. So once January's over with, it'll be very watchable, if you know what I'm saying. Um, Eddie Guerrero winning the world title happens. Uh, JBL, I want to I want to watch his run over again, and uh, the rise of John Cena as well. So. Right. 04 is gonna be dope. I think I might start with that. Uh, but this uh, this past week in 01, uh, <laughs> you remember Booker T was running from Stone Cold. He was just yep. like playing bingo. He went to the bingo hall. He went to the, the chapel at the church. Uh, so I just watched that episode. Uh, <laughs> and we just got a just got a return vignette for Triple H too. So he'll be coming back. It's a beautiful day. Uh, also this past week I watched. I forgot how good this match was. Uh, Asuka versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte uh, in the TLC match. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I also watched uh for the first time. I I, I couldn't believe it was the first time ever. Uh, Randy Orton, Triple H, not Triple H. I'm sorry. Uh, Randy Orton and John Cena, in 2013, uh, when they unified the world titles in the TLC. I had never saw that match before, what? Uh, and I was kind of shocked. I was like, well, I never seen this. Let me go ahead and watch it, and it was it was fire. It's probably their best match that they've had. I was sitting up there. It was one of those matches I thought was just gonna be just another because they at that point they had already had so many. I wasn't really invested in it, so like. That just, it surprised me. So I was like, kudos. I appreciate y'all. Especially a match like between those two and a ladder match, you're not going to think it's going to be something yeah. good. Or you, you expect it to be good because they're two good workers, but you don't expect it to be that good. Two guys that don't do ladder matches. Like yeah. Cena had only had, I think, one before that. I think that was Randy's first ladder match. I'm pretty hmm. sure. If I look, if I really think back to all the years, I think that's his first ladder match. Let me go ahead and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, fact check this real quick. The- you know? <laughs> that's your you know, thing. TC reality in the building around the horn. Yeah, like, I don't. But I think I you're right. Remember, yeah, I don't remember him ever being in a ladder match before that. Uh. He was in a Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania 23. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. And he was also in the Money in the Bank match that The Miz won. Yep. Okay. And he was also in Money in the Bank earlier that same year. Yeah, he he won the Money in the Bank. <laughs> he won the Money in the Bank before <laughs> that match we talking about. So, <laughs> oh, right, that was, that's, that's, how, that's how he won his title. Oh man! Well, because because it's it's a multi man match, so I don't really think about yeah. it. Yeah, because I've lost track of how many you know. I can't name the participants in the Money in the Bank ladder yeah. match besides like right. the first three. Now the Mania one I should remember because he dropped like eight RKO's in a row. In yeah, that match. that's the one Edge died in too. Oh yeah, cut that nigga in half. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, aside from Money in the Bank matches, uh, the match versus John Cena in the TLC match has been his only ladder match. Yeah, yeah. That I, and that was that definitely was John's second ladder match. That I know. Second TLC. Mm-hmm. What year did John Cena win the Money in the Bank? Fifteen. Okay. Wait, wait. I lied again. <laughs> he was in. <laughs> He was in the 2012 Money in the Bank match. Oh, wait. He was. He was. was He did win it. Okay. Money in the Bank 2015, he won the title. It wasn't a Money in the Bank match. See, they do too much. They do too much with these gimmick pay-per-views, man. And he had a ladder match with Dolph Ziggler at TLC that year. He did. That's right. Which he won. That's right. Yeah, going into... uh, Who's going into Mania? Uh, To the Rumble. It was for um, it was for something. Who do you face at Mania that year? I think that was when he. I think he had to he rematch the Rock with Rock again. But something there was something on the line at TLC when he faced Ziggler. Oh it, yeah, it was number one contender. I think. Yeah, it was number one contender. Mm-hmm. But it was for, it was for the World Heavyweight Title. And not yeah, the WWE yeah. title. You know, yeah. it's all confusing me. So we're just going to move on. <laughs> it's too much, man. I'm going to just have to go and, and watch this stuff back. Uh, but speaking of TLCs and TLC matches, uh, TLC 2020, the last pay-per-view in WWE. I think it's the last pay-per-view in wrestling um, as far as monthly big pay-per-views go for the year. Uh, yeah, this year has been uh, it's been long which you go from the, the first pay-per-view of the year all the way to this one. Uh, all the pay-per-views have been pretty good for the most part. You know, there's probably some some misses here and there, you know, once, uh, you know, things were, were really, you know, at the peak of the pandemic. But uh, they came through strong. Uh, so yeah. we just don't go through the matches. You already know if you listen to uh, our pay-per-view post shows in the past, you already know how we do we're going to grade these matches, give our opinions on them, and get the hell up out of here. Uh, 
starting off with the uh, kickoff show, eight-man tag team match, uh, Vince stealing AEW's booking ideas. Um, we had <laughs> Big E, Daniel Bryan, Otis, and Chad Gable uh, defeating Sami Zayn, King Baron Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Big E gets the pin on Sami Zayn. And uh, shout out to WWE later on in the evening, stealing one of my talking points. When I said uh, in my notes here, I said Big E should win the title this Friday for Christmas. And then they announced that Sami Zayn and Big E, who will be facing off for the Intercontinental title. Oh, we all Christmas. said that. <laughs> we all said that. I didn't, I didn't watch the kickoff show, but I, I saw that. Like, I heard he, he won. He pinned Sami. So I'm like, okay. So Big E got to win the title now, like Royal Rumble or something like that. Then all of a sudden, it's like, poof. Now he got a title match on SmackDown, which that's okay. That's fine with me. It's Christmas. He should win it. Right. Why not? Oh, you might as well. It'd be a good Christmas gift. To... It just makes sense, man. It's, it's something that Vince McMahon would do. It makes sense. Um, yep. Shout out to Sami Zayn, too. Uh, he had the two, uh, the two Sammy Awards, and he came out with the two Sammy Awards and the Intercontinental title around his waist, just like Owen Hart. Uh, shout out to him for that. Uh, I saw a lot of people mad, complaining that uh, Big E... Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura were all featured on the pre-show. I'm just going to say, shut the hell up, complaining about these pre-show matches every single what month. Doing? What are they doing? What's the difference? There's there's no difference. The, pay, uh, the pay-per-view and the pre-show come on the same channel. You're watching the same channel anyway. There's no point in complaining about it when you're going to watch the show regardless. Dumbass motherfucker. I need people to stop this shit. What were they going to do? Like, realistically, Chad Gable and Otis, I, I, I see where it's going. I like the direction, but has potential. That, that's, that tag team is nothing I care to see on a pay-per-view right now. Shinsuke and Cesaro is DOA. At, at whatever whatever heat or traction they had at, at first is gone. Um, and then, you know, Daniel Bryan, he's got some, some plans coming next month, so... He, he's fine. Don't worry about that. Um, and then, you know, Sammy and Big E. Like, the uh, only thing they could have did was have a title match. But, you know, we, we needed a reason to set it up. You know, we needed, like, a, a proper announcement or something, at least. Yeah. You can throw it on the card. So, it, it's fine. It's TLC. It's not like it's a big deal. It's not a big pay-per-view. And yeah. I like it. I like this, you know, this way anyway, because if you would have just – had Big E sabotage the Sammy Awards and then you announce a title match, you know, then it would be like, hey, but I think him pinning the champion to, you know, kind of earn that match makes more sense. Exactly. And that, that's why I said, like, he should have just won on SmackDown was the last week or the week before, instead of all that that goofy, you know, botched, or not botched, um, the count out. Yeah, count out finish with, with Sammy. It's like, that's stupid. Sammy it works for Sammy's loss. character, though. Right. It, it does. But it's like, it's this week after week. Like, Sammy can take a loss. It's not going to hurt him that bad. And then you build up Biggie as a contender. Like, he's already in the picture. He gets a win, and it sets him up to take the title off. And Sammy's a good wrestler. Like, get, give him an actual finish. If, whether he wins or loses, you know, and because it was a good match. Like, don't, don't ruin a good match with a hokey finish. Yeah. I agree, man. Uh, we gonna we gonna give this one a rating, or we just gonna move on? Let's just move on. I ain't gonna lie. I was I, I was just listening to this match because I was I was cooking, so <laughs> I didn't really get to watch. I'm gonna go I'm gonna check it out though. Uh, but but starting to show off uh, for the WWE Championship, uh, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles versus The Miz, who uh, who cashed in mid match like he's Seth Rollins. Uh, I thought that was gonna happen too. I stopped short of saying that, but I just thought in my head, I'm like, yo, what if he catches in during the match and then he wins the belt? See, what I was thinking was Drew would beat AJ because, all right, so uh, I'm, I'm just getting into this. Well, I, it was an A. I, I, I gave it an A yep. um, because what I, what I really liked was they played up that angle that AJ has more experience in ladder matches than Drew McIntyre, which is a fact. Yep. And he works on his leg the entire match. 
And so I'm thinking, like, it's going to get to a point Drew is going to have to overcome AJ, overcome almost, and he's going to win it. And then yeah. the Miz would, like, say he's going to cash in later tonight. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know, I feel like the Miz could find a loophole in his contract where he could get, you know, turn into a TLC match again. Now this dude's leg is not working. Right. And it's, you know, he, he, he's cooled down too. Like, you know, before his leg is warmed up, you know, with adrenaline. Now he, you know, sat down for a little bit. It's, it's going to be a little difficult for him to do it. So that's what I thought the direction they were going to go in was. But uh, I don't mind this one either. Miz cashed in. It became a triple threat. Uh, it was a lot of anticipation towards the match. And I really thought the Miz was going to win. Uh, but Drew McIntyre, lo and behold, he he ended up winning it. Uh, great match. Great opener to the opening pay-per-view. Um, it's dope. I think, you know, I don't know what you do with the money in the bank concept now. It's kind of... It's kind of jumped the shark, you know. You had the weird ladder match. You, you gave it to Otis, who kind of, you know, you just didn't know what to do with him when you just gave it to him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Miz gave you know gave some credibility back to it a little bit, but he ended up losing. Not everybody can win. I think you know you need some fumbles. You need some people to you know to to not be successful during the cash in more often than. You know the people who are successful is more successful cash-ins than not. But I think uh, one way you can refresh the money in the bank going forward, we, we need to have like some qualifications to the ladder matches now. Like no former world champions can be allowed to be in the match. You know, maybe something like that. Maybe move it back to WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know. What What do you think? Uh, see, well, first I'm, I I get a match in A plus. That 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 was dope. Uh, it was more like mainly just that that final sequence that that just gets your, your adrenaline up, your heart rate. Like you don't know what's really going down. I'm I'm kind of disappointed that they they put the money in the bank on Miz just to waste it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna put it on him, you have all the way until I think May is the next money in the bank. They're following the same schedule as last year. You have until at least May for him to cash in. The men should get a run. Like, I've, I've been saying since 2016, the dude has, has completely revamped himself, his character, his career. Like, I'm been saying it since 2011. Yeah, he... Well, when he lost it the first time. <laughs> well, you know where I'm at. But, yeah, he, he, should get a, he should get a decent run out of it. And especially if he, if he was going to take it off Otis, as if to say, you know, it's better in Miz's hands and we'll make something happen with him. It's like, listen, I know ultimately the goal is to get Drew as high as you can and, you know, he'll probably take the title into Mania. And that's fine, you know, but, you know, play play the long game. I haven't, it, has, it hasn't, we haven't seen anybody like really stretch it out. Like you remember Edge, the first time he had the money in the bank, he kept it for 10 months. We had forgotten about it at one point. I mean, it was the first ever, but it's like, it was non-existent for a while because after a couple matches here and there, you just stopped talking about it and haven't really seen anybody do it, do that. Yet. Carmella was the last one. Carmella held it a day longer than Edge did actually, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Okay. I can see that. But it's like, I don't know. I just, I, I hate that shit, but look, my thing is now where where Drew goes from here, you got to set something up for for Rumble, Elimination Chamber. That that's why I wouldn't have been mad if Miz won because it's like, listen, you got what is it, January, a couple weeks to build up to the Rumble, then Elimination Chamber, Fast Lane in between. You got a bunch of different pay per views in between to to at least get a, a short run out, and, you know, in the meantime, and then Drew can win it back, lead up to WrestleMania, and then we can go off from there. But figured they didn't want to play hot potato with the belt yeah and then that's why it's like i'm not too crazy like i'm not bothered by it but it's just i don't know him and aj can run it back again because they 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 hit on something pretty good um they got some good chemistry i expected it to be good because i mean aj and drew i don't think they 
a televised match. I don't think they had one yet, but yeah, they, nah, that, they never they never had a one on one. Yeah, that's something that they can keep going if they want to. Uh, Rumble could be a straight up match, and then this dude, uh, <laughs> this, this this dude, Omis, man. Here's one thing I didn't like. Speaking of Omis, I'm sorry to cut you off. Here's what I think they, they should have did. I think Omis should have been involved more in the match than he was. Like, he just got involved with, you know, when the Miz came in, cashed in, tried to climb the ladder. And then he chases after John Morris, and you don't see him the rest of the match. Like he should have got involved a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, well... I guess they didn't want it to look too lopsided because you already you always gonna have you know Jay with Roman in his matchup, so it's like you don't want to do like the whole you know, extra in both matches like that. But nah, like that, I, that that's something that's that's gonna that you can build up off of really quick because this dude is uh <laughs> this dude is a monster. Like he, that thing with the chair, <laughs> he hits him with the chair and just explodes like. Now, Honestly, they gimmicked like, the hell out that chair. <laughs> for real though, like, if they if he actually they get him straight with, with training and everything like that, I think he'll be like a real solid, like at least a heavy. But um, yeah, I mean this this hit this did what it was supposed to do. I was surprised they started to show off with this, but I mean can't be mad, can't be mad at all. I give nah. it a plus. Absolutely, man. Uh, next up for the SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, Sasha Banks defeated Carmella uh, B+. Plus. This, is, uh, this is probably Carmella's best match ever. Uh, she, you know, the, the improvement is just obvious. Like, since she's been gone, she's improved in every facet on the mic. She's gotten better in the ring. She's been showing out these two matches she's had with Sasha Banks. And maybe you can contribute that to Sasha Banks being as great as she is. Uh, you know, she carries a lot of people. Uh, her and Ronda probably gave Ronda Rousey her best match. She gives a lot of girls their best matches. So I don't, I don't know. I, I have to see how uh, Carmella may hold up against somebody else. Yeah. Uh, as bad as this may sound, Carmella versus Natty. That that that'll be the test right there. No. <laughs> no. This is just a one up. Just a one up. Don't don't put. Listen, this this was fire. Don't put that out by bringing Natty into the equation. Please don't. Please don't. And if and I then, say it, that, they, they're going to do the opposite. I know, I know. I, I hate it. Like, <laughs> they, they, they tapped in and they do they, they, they play opposite thing with us. But no, like, that's not a knock on Natty's talent because we know Natty can go in the ring and she's one of the best women competitors on on in, in, in the entire WWE. But it's just, the, the, the fire just goes out when you see her in a match because it's like, listen, she puts on great matches, but we don't care about Natty. Like you know, the, the 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 character, the gimmick, whatever it is about her, it's just like it's stale, it's it's soured. So there's nothing to get up for in watching a match with her. But as far as Carmella goes, I was tempted to give this an A. I'm I'm stopping just short of giving it. I'm like B plus, B plus plus, because I like you you said it. Like that was the best she's ever looked, as far as I'm concerned. Like from watching back in NXT and everything like that. This just was over like 10 times better than anything else. And it may have been uh credit to Sasha because, you know, obviously she, you know, she does this, but man, I did not expect that. I was like really skeptical when they revealed that Carmella was the secret mystery woman and everything like that. I'm like, okay, this is great, but where are we going to go? Like, cause the, the idea was, it's like, we're going to turn this into something that that's, that's going to be a threat in the women's division. Someone's going to be coming after the title. It's like, you've seen Carmella and it doesn't, it did, it wasn't, it was never hitting like that. But then, you know, the, that, that match last week and then the promo she cut on Friday, like it started, it slowly started to get me like, okay, th- this is, this is working. This is good. And then, Going into going into this match, I was kind of I was thinking like maybe they might take the title off her because you know we <laughs> we were talking about it before you know because Snoop going over to AEW they might try to be petty, um, and they they put that they put that out there that 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 false fitness like oh snap 
she might actually pull it off because you know she got you know side nigga Reggie with her over there. Hey yo, <laughs> Reginald is the funniest <laughs> name you could give a wrestling character. Yo. Like you guys, you got a you got a character on wrestling with the name Reginald. That that's just a funny ass name to me. He is side nigga Reggie. That that that's the name I'm giving him officially. Side nigga <laughs> And Corey's something else, man. I don't know how you got this your girl out here bringing a side nigga to ringside and you praising him. Talking about, look at Reginald. Like, what? Dog, that's your woman. You got got a whole handful of your woman. You talking about, go, go, Reginald, man. You don't don't know how they operate. They might, you know, they might get down like that. You never know. That's wild. <laughs> uh next <laughs> next up uh we see Oscar backstage warming up. Uh Billy Kay walks up with her head shot and resume pitches to be her partner. Uh she can speak Japanese. Uh push Billy Kay, man. I I had listen, I had uh I want I wanted to talk about Billy Kay on this show. I had it in my notes prior to seeing this segment. We were gonna talk about Billy Kay anyway. Uh Push Billy Kay. I think I think we're just gonna have to dedicate a segment to Billy Kay every week until she becomes a champion again in some facet. We just gonna talk about her every week from now on. I think I'm I'm slowly building to a rant about this because I've been saying it at least three weeks now, almost a month, that I need more Billy Kay on TV. That she maximizes all of her time. They only Max. give her 30 seconds. But she maximizes the shit out of it every time she shows up. So I, I need I need to give to give this more time. Like this this whole thing she keeps doing with picking a, a new tag team partner. That I hope that's not leading to her getting an actual tag team partner long term. As much as they need tag teams in the women's division, I don't want it. Let Billy she can thrive by herself. Authority figure. That's, yeah, just give me more on TV. That's all you need to do. You know what I'm saying? But this this was hilarious. <laughs> it's like. Oh, uh, man. The, the, yeah. the, the, the mask she made. Yeah, the mask was dope. All of that, like. Um, but unfortunately for Billy Kay, uh, the position has already been filled, uh, by Oscar. I wonder by who. Well, uh, next up, uh, we got the New Day versus the Hurt Business for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, and the Hurt Business collect more gold. Uh, new champs. Uh, a minus match. I, I can fight this. In, ah, let me let me start that over. I'm getting tongue tied. I could watch these two teams fight every week. Um, and the hurt business they needed to win badly because uh, you know if they lost again, it'd just be glorified losers, and you can't justify them being bullies in the backstage area when only one member of the group actually wins. Uh, so I'm glad they won here. Uh, the Cedric dynamic is interesting. Because he he feeling himself too much, and I think that's gonna backfire on him eventually at some point. So uh, I'm gonna be looking out for that. Shelton Benjamin is a champion in 2020, heading in to 2021, and I never thought I'd see that. Maybe this year wasn't so bad. <laughs> oh man, uh, I get us a B plus. Uh, I gotta look back and watch the rest of them. I think they had a slightly better match before, but the one on Raw was better. Was, yeah, yeah. So th- th- this was this was good. This was up there with him. But the the thing with Cedric, Cedric is Randy, and I, I told y'all this before. Cedric is Randy. Randy was the hot headed, cocky guy that was feeling himself a little too much, and you know they had to keep reining him in, but. That that that's the thing. It's like he's the he's the guy that's gonna get the long term burn. So you know he's got to go through all of this you know, transitioning with his character. I'm hoping this doesn't lead to them kicking him out. At least not yet. You know, let mm-hmm. this let this go for as long as you can before you try to get to that point. But this is uh this is a good start. Uh, I'm just waiting on the the Black Evolution prophecy to be fulfilled. Now you got three out of four. Uh, Rumble's coming up. They already confirmed that Lashley's taking on Riddle for the U.S. title. Riddle can win the title, and Lashley can go into the Rumble. You know, uh, maybe he wins, maybe he doesn't. But you know, you can set something up down the line for MVP to win the title later on, and Lashley can go after the world title. You know, probably after Mania because I know they they got Mania 
ideas that they're working on already. But yeah, this was this was what needed to happen. It's like, like I said, it's as long as it came after Survivor Series, I wasn't going to be mad because we couldn't mess up with Street Profits New Day. We had to have that match. But now that that's right. out the way and we got it, go ahead. You know, it, the, the whole idea was you build the stable up. They try, they're going to be dominant. They get four, you know, four solid guys. Black Evolution. They got to win the gold anyway. Lastly, already had his. Put it on them and. If you if you're gonna run with this, you gotta start bringing in some 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 depth to the tag team division because when's the last time Lashley defended the U.S. title? It's like you don't have depth in your title divisions other than the WWE title. You know, even Oscar. It's like we don't see these titles getting defended. So create some depth so they can get a decent run out of this, and we'll be fine. That's all. Facts, man. Uh, after this match, uh, we see uh, Sami Zayn confront Kayla Braxton backstage about her journalistic integrity or lack thereof. Uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it, 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 there's a <laughs> there's a lack of journalistic integrity there from Kayla Braxton, as well as uh, Charlie Caruso on Monday nights. I don't know what they got going on. Uh, you know, he he you know he confronted <laughs> about where. Kayla Braxton got this leaked audio from uh, after the Sammy Wars. I'm just going to play a little bit of this audio. Don't just apologize to me. Tell me what the hell happened out there. Tell me how you allowed that to happen. Do you know how hard it was to get the Sammy Awards to happen? I'm on the phone with WWE. I'm on the phone with Fox. I'm on the phone with networks. They're looking to me to go to put quality programming. Do you understand? Do you understand the people that are depending on me? I sleep with that responsibility every night. Do you understand that? So where were you? He went off and uh, <laughs> come to find out Biggie was the one that leaked the footage uh, or the audio footage. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have that match this Friday. That should be cool. Uh, next up for the women's tag team championships, uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler defend their championships against Asuka, and a partner of her choosing has turned out to be the queen, Charlotte Flair, returning after about six months. I want to say, yeah, it's about right. Uh, uh, it was after in your house. So like had seven, to been in around June. About seven months. Yeah, six, seven months. Uh I'm gonna get this one. I, I gave it a B uh until the, the finish. Uh the finish knocked it down to a B minus only because uh Charlotte Flair was old to fade from Nia Jackson and she should have pinned her to win the championships and not Shayna. So that's my only complaint. Uh Charlotte joins Bailey Oscar and Sasha Banks in the women's grand slam. Uh, we got two belts, Oscar, Oscar, two belts, however you want to call it. Uh, I've seen some people saying it didn't make sense for her to join up, and I think it made perfect sense. Nia Jax was the one who took Charlotte out of commission for the past six months. All Charlotte Flair has to do is just say, Oscar, I didn't do it as a favor to you, but more so just I felt like beating Nia Jax and giving, you know, giving back what I'm old. This is my first perfect opportunity to do that. And I did it, and I won a championship, and I became a Grand Slam. I did it for me. I did it to help boost my resume a little bit more because I'm the queen, yada, yada, yada. That's all she got to do. That's all, that makes sense to me. But I got, I got a simple answer. It ain't even got to be all that. It's as simple as this. What excites anyone of y'all right now about the women's division on Raw? I'll wait. What's Lana. worth watching in the women's division? Lana, you, you could you could say Lana for for compelling the I, the Alexa the Bliss and Nikki Cross. And okay, okay, well, I get you could you could say Alexa as a, as a side story, but that's that's just Alexa by herself because it's like she she's killing it. But in terms of you know what what's happening within the division, there's nothing that really catches your attention. Like you see, you watch Lana this year go through a table. You see a tag team that you never wanted to see together. At least I never wanted to. Um, you see a champion who is, to be honest, they just shit in the bed with 
and just in terms of her importance. So, and and, and the rest of them don't don't even get a t- TV time. It's like we, you keep thinking you see Dana Brooke popping up in matches, you think she's getting TV time, but it's like nope, nope. It's just a it's just a one off or a two off something like that. So, this really needed a shot in the arm. I I know there's people that that's going to be like, oh, people are going to get buried because Charlotte's back. Listen, you either want to watch what they have to offer in the women's division, or you don't. The reality is she's going to put butts in seats. She's going to make you watch, and her matches are going to be great. And, and, you know, and promos are going to be great. This is the reality of it. Yeah, naturally, she's going to win a lot of titles because of who she is. Not so much because of the fact that she's Claire's daughter, but because she's proven that she's one of the best, if not the best, in the whole company right now. So you need this. You need her to come back. You don't have, you didn't have her. You don't have Becky. Um, who else is missing right now? Somebody else is out. Um... But, uh, uh, Ronda left after last year's WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, there's no your, the best your women are on stars. SmackDown, right? Right, your top stars Naomi's are on a different show. Naomi's yeah, on yeah. Raw. All your big stars are either on a different show or they're not on TV right now. So it's like if one comes back to make TV more interesting, don't complain about it. Be happy. That's what I said. Like I was, I mean, I, I knew. I got the got the heads up soon as soon. It was kind of obvious this day. Like all the posts and stuff that she was putting up, it's like okay, she's in the gym. You know, Andrade was posting about it. I'm like, okay, okay, and they're making it obvious. I ain't need, I ain't need none of that. It, I just needed the fact that you know it seemed around that time she, she would come back, and yeah. the story was there, so it just made sense to me. I, I I don't pay. I don't think I follow Charlotte Flair on Instagram to even know what she be posting. It was either going to be here or the Rumble. So whether whether it happened tonight or it happened in three weeks. It doesn't matter. It was coming regardless. But the point is, this needed to happen. Um, she didn't necessarily need the tag team titles. She just she gets the grand slam now. But the point was, she came back, and now we have more stories to build. You know, maybe thankfully, hopefully, Nia and Shayna can split up, go their separate ways. They can feud, or they can start some new feuds. I'm good with that. This, this yeah, that, that frees them up for for the division. Uh, right. Whenever Naomi comes back, uh, I still think Rhea Ripley is on her way to Raw. Whenever she gets done with what she's doing in NXT, so you, you got some, quick. you got some options coming. We need sure. to happen quick for sure. And her, her and Charlotte could run it back. Like you got options. Yeah, big facts. But I give uh, this. That, that's I think I gave this a B, B, B plus. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, next up for the Universal Championship in a TLC match, uh, Roman Reigns defeats Kevin Owens. Uh, a plus, another A plus for me, another Roman Reigns A plus. Uh, he doesn't have bad matches, he can't put on a bad match. Uh, Kevin Owens, I haven't seen you know this hunger, this fight from his character in some years. I would say probably shortly after he turned on Jericho. He kind of had that hunger, but he hasn't really shown it uh, in a while now. Not even versus Shane McMahon. Nope. Yeah, nope. so for sure, for sure, man. This was dope. Uh, we got a KO got thrown through three tables, and that third one off the spear, it broke like a neutral grain bar. <laughs> it shattered. Uh oh, Jay Uso, he 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 only serves one purpose, and that's to get his ass beat every time he's out there. Now that's a damn shame. That's a fact. That Roman gave us another bar. He gives us these bars during the match. You know, every single match he's had. Uh, this one, he said, "You're embarrassing your family." <laughs> so, can you imagine? You just, you know, you know, your you, your wife and kids is probably watching, and somebody else just say you an embarrassment, and they got to sit there and think about it, like, huh, maybe he is. <laughs> That's cold blood. <laughs> what do you think of this match? Uh, oh man, this is I'm definitely giving this a plus. Oh man, like I I told y'all, 
that Romy Rome is a serial killer. And this man keeps proving it. Like, holy shit. I ain't never seen nobody go through that many tables in that quick a time. And the first one, I didn't think Roman was like that damn strong. He put this choke slam that boy. a bookend, yeah, bookend choke slam and straight through him through that table. Samoan dropped him through another one, speared him through the third one. And my yeah, God. Yeah, power bomb off the ladder. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, if he didn't move out the way, he was going to cut him in half going through that barricade. Like, that was loud as hell. Oh, my God. Yeah, nah, this 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 dude is on just another level, man. He making his case for comeback of the year, superstar of the year. He went in one of those categories. There, there ain't no way it ain't going to happen. Because if he know, he's going to debo somebody for their award or something going to happen. <laughs> but, yeah, nah, he, he's hitting. He has, he has not missed since he came back. Uh, I, I was more happy for for Ko because this was this was the guy that I wanted to see. You saw you saw him on Talking Smack all the other night, right? Yeah, that that's the Ko that I've been wanting. That to was see. a great like, promo. Hell yes, that's what I wanted to see of him when he came back. It's like they they've been struggling to kind of hit that that groove with him since he came back, you know, from the injuries and everything like that. But this is it. Like, that's the Kevin Owen I can get behind and, you know, build up to being uh, in that position again. You know, and and that's the good thing about this whole run with Roman, too. It's like you have, you building up more guys to be in that main event spot. Like, Jay, at the end of this, when this is all over, he's going to be a world title contender, and he should be. You know what I'm saying? Kevin is back, you know, into that position that he was in back in, like, 2016 when they put the universal title on him. He's back in that 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 feel he's got that 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 um that support behind him that 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 face that face run you know it's 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 good so uh you know from now we we know what's coming next is is Daniel Bryan and Roman that's I'm already saying it's gonna be a contender for match of the year which we already got a bunch in there already <laughs> but yeah this is I, I don't care. And the year ain't even started yet. We got so big. right, right. I don't. I don't care if they don't take the belt off him for another six to eight months. If he keeps doing this, he can have the belt as long as he wants to. Truthfully, because I, I got, I got nothing, no complaints about any of this shit. Like this is perfect. I'm just waiting for Jimmy to come back so we can like really turn this into some mafia shit. Facts, facts. Uh, next up in the main event. Uh, Firefly Inferno match. We got a uh, Randy Orton versus the Fiend. <laughs> and uh, who this one was was something. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B. Uh, it was better than their Mania match, which is not really saying much. Um, that flaming RKO top two, <laughs> like he, he RKO a dude that was on fire, like top two RKOs all time. Um, it was, it was just wild. Like, it wasn't your traditional uh, Inferno match where, like, the ring was was surrounded with fire and it kind of had it in the barrier with the, uh, oh. you know, where the Thunderdome, uh, what's that shit called? What's the word I'm yeah. looking for? Screens. That's what Screen. the word. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, yeah, Randy Orton wins. Uh, the Fiend. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Literally. Literally. Set on fire. Uh, What's next for the Fiend? Oh, bro. Well, I'm going to say this, right? Because I know everyone's initial thought after the match was like, oh, why? Because I was talking to Matt in the chat and everything over on SmackDown, he's still pissed about it. Like, listen, yeah, y'all got to think about this. I know the thing's not supposed to lose. I know this was built up for for him to get his big win. Randy was the biggest, biggest, tra- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Transgressor against him. Yeah. Out of anybody else. I get that. But we've been here before. We've done this before. We've done it with Taker. Exactly. Done it with Kane. Right? Done it with... You know, there, most of, there, you know, several people. 
Right. They're obviously invested in the theme and this character with Bray. They don't want to. They don't want to stretch it too far. So you got to take some time after a while to let it cool off and then heat it back up. So it's a it's it's a small loss to build up to a big win. He loses this now. Okay, fine. He's gonna come back, and I think one or two things are gonna happen. It's either gonna be in the middle of the rumble, where, where Randy's in it, like 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 Kane did to Taker, or no, Taker did to Kane. My bad. Yeah. In 04. He'll show up in the rumble. He'll get it. You know, cost him that. Or exactly what's gonna happen? It probably. Or like say elimination chamber if he's in that match something something that involves a bunch of other people in the match that Randy's in you know he'll interfere in it and he'll cost him whatever match it is and then you can build up to maybe the mania because I know initially it makes the plan the most was sense. for yeah initially the plan was for Randy and Edge to to have their last blow off match at Mania but the talk has been they working on contingency plans and everything like that something involving the Fiend. I'm not. I'm not going to be mad if they, if they put the Fiend in that spot. Honestly, Edge doesn't need to have a third match with Randy. He can get his win back, but it's not. It's not of like crucial. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. He can. He can have another match. Um, but that that that's what you got to think in the long term. At the end of the day, this is setting up. This is this is the biggest head that's going to go on his wall. So you gotta have him get a win in the biggest possible fashion. What if they have another Firefly Funhouse match at Mania with him and Randy Orton? Now he can say at, at WrestleMania he's beating John Cena and Randy Orton the Fiend, those two matches. You're basically building another Undertaker. So it's killing two birds with one stone. So it's like I I, I get where everybody's frustrated with it, but you gotta have uh, some semblance of patience and just let this play out. That that's all I say. It's like I always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, it writes itself to to you know the, to that, third hearse, that that third hearse host that don't uh, that don't be here most of the time. <laughs> uh, but 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 uh, <laughs> he, does, he does plan to be on the next episode. So oh, he he did he did say that in the group okay. chat. He okay. did say next episode is cool. But I did I, I do have a, a message in the group chat set and scheduled. Just to confirm tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. But yeah, yeah. This is um, this is the long game. I I, I get it. I, I was with everybody, and I, I saw when he came out with the jeans and the hoodie on, like, oh no, they're gonna burn that nigga tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. It, it it was sometimes we we forget that the obvious answer is always the one in these types of matches. Like when it was Kane the first time, we knew he was gonna win because he was all the way covered up. When it was MVP, you knew it was going to be him because he came out just like a Power Ranger. It's like, th- these things are obvious. We know what it is. We just, we want the opposite to happen. But this is, this is setting him up for a bigger victory at the end of the day. Because who does he really have left on the hit list? I, I think that's everybody. He got the Braun. Uh, his first thing was with Finn, who we didn't even really have history with like that. Yeah. But um, it was that. We got the Seth, Braun, Daniel um, Bryan, Braun. Um, like that, that that's that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? Matt Hardy's gone, so they can't really do nothing. The Rock. Mm, mm. That's something you could do. But um I wonder, I yeah. wonder how they would do that. Like, come to think of it, he got beef with the rock. Them promos would be fire. The promos would definitely be fire. But um, yeah. Until until we get to something like that, you know, there's really there's really no other, you know, there's no revenge tour. It, this is the, this is the this is the climax of the tour, so it's got to go out in the biggest way possible, so he can move on to some new stuff. He got Taker. So, uh, Taker beat him at Mania. You can you can have Taker disappear as Mark Calloway out of the Taker, vulnerable. It's completely vulnerable. See. That, 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 that's tricky because you know we're going to want to see something happen. Even if it's a cinematic thing, you're going to want to see it happen. And we done gone through two retirements, semi-retirements, whatever, in the last, what, five years? It don't got to be a match. It just be you know, a one-off appearance. Like, 
had Undertaker scheduled for Monday Night Raw. You know, they maybe announce his Hall of Fame candidacy or something, and he just gets attacked by the Fiend. I don't know. I'd do it after Mania, though, where it makes sense. Like, have him appear after Mania. You can do something like that. Don't do it before Mania. They could. I don't know. They, 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 they messed that one up bad. Yeah. They really did. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit at the wall, seeing if it sticks. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. It might sound dumb. It, it, uh, it could over- work. Yeah, it could. Uh, overall thoughts, man. What'd you think of uh, the TLC show? Um, honestly, this was probably one of the best ones they had in the Thunderdome, at least. Yeah. Uh, if not the best. Like this, uh, there hasn't really been a bad show, pay per view wise, on the year. You know, there, there's been hits and misses on the show. I think this is one of the few, if the only one, that really had really no misses. Like I, every match is from, and there wasn't a lot of matches on the card. I think it was about six total. It was like a takeover. Yeah. So that that's the format that works. Everybody maximizes their time. They do what they got to do. The matches were great. The promos didn't, segments didn't go too long. Like, this was, this is what you want. So, I, you know, I couldn't complain about it. Like, this was, this is the kind of pay-per-views that we want to see. It didn't go on too long. You know, it's impactful. You know, like, for for TLC, a pay-per-view that people don't really get that much up for, it's like, they gave you a reason to watch. They, they they didn't do uh any tables or ladder matches this year, which I thought like the the raw tag titles could have been maybe a ladder match. That's the only thing that was missing. Eh, I thought so. It it would have had to be like a table match, something like that, because you already got two TLC. Two other ladder matches. Which which they didn't need to they really didn't need to make um I'll say they didn't need to make to make AJ and Drew a TLC match. Yeah. Cause it's like they they clearly they work well together. They made it work and they created the the right type of feel for it. You just didn't need it. Like you could have did the same thing that you did with the Miz, it, it, his involvement, and made it a normal match, or even like uh, what a chairs match like <laughs> that they had one year in 09 with, with Batista and Undertaker. Have a chairs mm-hmm. match or something like that. You, you didn't need to make it a TLC, yeah. but. Yeah, if if you're gonna if you're gonna keep these gimmick pay per views, you gotta make it all inclusive, or just get rid of them and go back to what we used to do to make these gimmicks more important. That's a rant I got coming later down the line because I'm about sick of this. I feel like the, the, a lot of these gimmick matches get devalued because you're expecting them. It was always best when you didn't expect to see a ladder match a Hell in a Cell match, an Elimination Chamber match, when they just pulled it out out of nowhere and said, boom, y'all two going to be in Hell in a Cell. You two going to settle this in a ladder match. You two going to have a street fight. And it's like, that was that was what made it hit. Nowadays, it's like, okay, well, we know December is going to have TLC. We know February we're going to have an Elimination Chamber match. We know Money in the Bank is going to have its own pay-per-view. So you're going to have two matches on it. Like, that's got to go, man. Right. But, again, if they're going to have the show, you want to have it a show like this where everything hits. And, uh, you know, it, it hit for real. Yeah, TLC has not missed in years. Uh, I will say since 2017, maybe was the last one. But that one had, a, I think, The Shield wrestled on that show. It wasn't a full shield. Yeah. Was, it was Kurt Angle as part of the shield. Yeah. I think that was the show. But other that than that, a, his unofficial comeback. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, like this show has been in really good, which it's come a long way. I thought the very first TLC was trash. It, it was only trash because all the heels won and none of my picks won for that show. And John Cena lost to Sheamus, which I thought was the dumbest booking decision at the time that was in yeah. 09 uh but 2020 uh i think i got all the matches right 
I want to say, including uh, the women's tag titles. I got I got the partner right and everything. I bounced back in the Smacked Raw predictions this pay-per-view because for TakeOver, I was terrible. For the last TakeOver, I was awful. And I, I bounced back with this one, even, even the bonus ones. I think the only bonus I got wrong was uh, the 24-7 championship. There was a 24-7 title prop how many times would the belt change hands. Uh, and the belt did not change hands at all tonight. But other than that, I got everything else right. So I'm out here, you know, Negro <laughs> Domus. Uh Reek, man, it is uh it is past midnight on December 21st. Have you gotten your superpowers yet? Uh I don't know. Maybe I need to keep drinking, see what happens, but uh, I don't know. I don't really feel not yet. Not yet. Not yet. All right, we we, we shall see. Uh what what superpower do you want to have? Oh, uh, you know, I've been thinking about that question all my life. And anybody that's listening right now that don't know what we're talking about in the words of the great Ifa Tunde, Dr. Umar Johnson, this is only for Africans. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is an inclusive conversation. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's... If, if it's anything, it would be like having that that mind, like like Professor X, just to be just to be all up in people's mentals. You know what I'm saying? Just know I want to know I want to know what everybody around me thinking. I don't. Can't people got some it. some some thoughts that I I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> oh man, that's some wild people out here. I'm like, yo, can't can't nobody lie to me. Like I'm gonna look you dead in your eyes and I'm gonna watch you. I'm gonna listen to your lies. You tell it. Like okay, hey, that'd right. be smooth. <laughs> I wanna get give me. I low key want the ability to fly, but I kind of want to time travel too. Like let me time travel. I feel I can make a lot of money by doing that. I can go. I can go bet on the Super Bowl every single year. And bet on every sports game and just build up a bank account and then go to present day and my bank account just fat. You, you ain't worried about the groundhog day effect? Like you you go back in time and then it switches up on you. I had to I had to I I watched enough time travel movies to know <laughs> like there are certain things you gotta do, and it might have, you know. I'll just go watch Endgame and study that and study how they did time travel in that movie. That way I don't mess up nothing too much. Because it was like, I, I keep thinking about, um, I saw Hot, Hot Tub Time Machine when I first saw that. Yeah. And they, they tried to bet on the drive. And all of a sudden that squirrel showed up out of nowhere. He dropped the pass at the end. Oh, man. Yeah, like I, I used to say I wanted to fly, but then I realized later on in life that I don't do well with heights. So or teleporting. Yeah, yeah, that that that's good. You can do that. Or or invisibility. But I feel like when you invisible is what I don't know. If you invisible, are you transparent or are you still solid but you just invisible? Mm. I could do transparent. You just got to move like real slow. Yeah. Cause you don't want to like knock shit over and then the jig is up. It's like hollow man. Yeah. If I'm transparent, I'm just doing whatever the hell I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Cause no like, have, have you seen that movie Invisible Man? Yeah. Something like that, where it's just like he's still solid, he's just invisible. I don't right. want that. That is <laughs> that's like a great value version of being invisible. Like, give me the whole shebang. I want to be transparent. Yeah. I want to be able to walk through walls. I want to do right. all that stuff. Right. Cause you know. Being, being like just just invisible, that don't hit. Like you could just be out. I still gotta somewhere. open doors and stuff. I still I can't get through yeah. doors. Still, I want to like, get into a locked room. I want to get. I want to go into the bank vault. You could just be out strolling somewhere, and then a shootout break out. You get shot, and you invisible. Ain't that least some bullshit? Like right. I would be tight. So like no nah, no. Nah. Hey, give me the give me the gliding through through all the solid stuff. Make it easy. Facts, man. Uh, this has been <laughs> this has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, TC Fontaine. Uh, shout out to Malik Ricks. 
uh also wreak havoc is in the building here uh our next episode uh this is our 2020 finale we're gonna have our award show our, our year-end awards uh you know we mentioned it last week uh but we're gonna be here doing our year-end awards and you know what if malik ain't coming around i i, I might have to get a standby i might have to get an understudy <laughs> just in case <laughs> but uh i don't anticipate it man uh, so be on the lookout for that one uh this saturday should be available okay. this saturday yeah uh anything else you'd like to add today reek yo somebody is so petty somebody is so very petty i just seen this on twitter <laughs> what happened ah uh, yes i saw that too <laughs> i saw that too tag, they tagged the man and everything Oh my God! You, yo, this man, yo, barbecue this man on national TV, and then go tweet a picture of him and his woman, his baby mother. That's crazy. Two kids, right? This is out of pocket. Oh man! Oh, uh, he he gonna come back strong. He gonna come back strong. I guarantee yeah. it, man. Yes, that, that's that's uh. why I keep telling people. Tell, tell people, yo, just be easy. There's a plan in place, and you know if I'm wrong, you can let me have it. But I don't think I'm wrong. They they repeat a lot of their cycles over the years, and this just looks familiar to me. But it's gonna be all right. Can't but, wait, uh, Randy, Randy, I would strongly advise you to uh, go off the grid for a couple weeks because <laughs> you definitely just merge them in on national TV. Facts. And uh, authorities will be looking for you shortly. So. Uh, We'll call Amigo, see if they can hide you out somewhere for a couple weeks. Boom, boom. Uh, lay low. Avoid the law. Thanks, man. Hey, plug your socials, Reek. Y'all can catch me at Reek Havoc 24 on Instagram and Twitter. That is Reek Havoc. Nah, nah, we done. <laughs> we, we got that sorted out already. Uh, also, uh, I'm doing I'm doing it this week. Come hell or high water. I'm doing it this week. I'm I'm not I'm not pushing it back any further. Uh, if you want to come on, bro, you're welcome to come on. The Havoc Hour is coming back this week, just in time for Christmas. Uh, I'm kind of got a lot of stuff to cover. The NBA season starting this week. NFL is coming to a close. College football, and I gotta talk about the Mandalorian and that season finale was crazy. But y'all can check that the page out on Instagram and the episodes that are up on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, wherever you listen to or watch your, your podcast. Go check those out. Facts. Uh, go ahead, check me out at TC Fontaine. Uh, I was in a movie. I, I, I did a I did another short film. I was a lead in. So uh, if you go on my YouTube, uh, not my YouTube. I'm sorry, my Instagram page. Uh, you will see my most recent post. Uh, there's a link in the bio. You can find it there if you want to watch it. If you don't, that's fine with me too. We got the we got the films up. Okay. We do. We do. So go ahead, check those out. Um, at YK Wrestling is where we are at. We'll be there. You can find, uh, you know, all of our content, you know, any fun stuff that I might come across, it'll get posted. Any birthdays, oh. it'll get posted. Oh, we're doing, we doing year-end awards this weekend? Yes. Okay. All right. I got to... Do some research. My, yeah, I gotta put my uh, my ballots in because we got a lot of, we got a lot of names and categories. Facts. Uh, I I will send you the document, my cool. brother. Cool. You know, and, and now since since I'm getting my superpowers today, I can't wait. I'm a train to be a pro wrestler for the first time, <laughs> and I'll be able to advance and we finally gonna have a takeover of, of of our people it's finally gonna happen it's finally gonna happen reek hey listen y'all out there by verses and everything like that you know what i'm saying y'all can get in our industry uh it, the industry is heavy with our people right now as we saw in the biggie tweet it makes him smile makes me smile too uh, it's a conversation I want to have on another episode for another time, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. most definitely. It's true. So when I get oh, my yeah. powers, 
I'm about to be out here. <laughs> let y'all know right now. Uh, Thanks, man. Uh, happy holidays to everybody. Uh, have y'all a good, safe Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Uh, if y'all celebrate Hanukkah, I think it's over. So hope that went well for y'all. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention. I don't celebrate Hanukkah. I didn't know when it was. So I think they said it ended. It's only eight days. So yeah. probably passed from the last time I, I did the show. Uh, you celebrate Kwanzaa, uh, Abari Ghani. Go look that up. <laughs> I ain't know about that. All right. <laughs> Uh, this has been the Young Keys Wrestling Podcast, man. We are out of here. Go. Yeah.